The Money Show. Shapeshifters. Google Gajima AST and you'll find huge numbers of articles uh, raising issues, controversial issues, lots of controversy around Robert Gumede has been there forever. Um, and it's interesting, therefore, that Mapumun Gumalo, uh, who joins the company uh, last year, was it 1st of July 2020 or was it 2019, Mapum? It's so exciting when this happens. You're told you have a message on your screen and it's written in red and it says, Mapum, ready on Zoom. But Mapum is not ready on Zoom. So we're going to try and get hold of Mapum Mamalo, Chief Executive of Gajima AST. Um, he is the Chief Executive, formerly the Chief Operating Officer at SAP Africa, uh, and then joining uh, Gajima. And uh, he has got, what, 30 eight years of corporate experience and certainly a heavyweight in the technology industry. And uh, Gajima recently uh, uh, managed to buy T-Systems. It's a, it's a formidable player in South Africa's technology sector. Mapum Nomalo, Chief Executive of Gajima AST. Uh, your battery died, I believe, but you're back. Yes, I'm back, Bruce. Oh, excellent news. Thank excellent you. news. When did you join Gajima? Was it, was it uh, July last year or was it July... 2019. No, no, no. I joined Pijama in July 2014. 2014? And, uh, oh, my goodness gracious me. Chief, uh, operating uh, officer. Okay, that's uh, the, that is the point. Yeah. You joined as chief operating officer. Taking over now as chief executive of Gajima, what's it been like? I mean, six years into joining a company that is often in the news for all the wrong reasons. It, it strikes me as a company that finds itself uh, in lots and lots of legal battles, but I suppose that's the nature of, of, of an industry and a, a vibrant industry uh, and a vibrant company in that industry. Yes, I mean, uh, uh, Bruce, we, we are definitely a vibrant uh, company in, in, in this industry. And uh, we, 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 we are there, I mean, being the triple one uh, BE company, we black owned that's not that's not a problem and also we employing more than 2000 highly skilled uh, employees uh, and this acquisition of this system brings on board another 500 highly skilled uh, uh, employees i mean in, in in the main and and you know you, you talk about the the past i mean but i can tell you about the present and the future because what we're doing now i mean we are sharing 100% to corporate companies we have a solid board and a solid exco uh, you know, Miss. I mean, very good uh, people. I mean, in terms of uh, driving ethics and underpinned by King Four. So we are there to train. Now, talk to me about what Gajima AST does, because I've had many friends who uh, reported on the technology sector, and they speak a different language to the rest of us. I mean, um, let's assume I'm your grandfather, um, and you're explaining to me what you do at the office every day, because your industry does use very strange language in terms of the sort of work that it does. It's integral to everything we do. We just don't see and touch it on a daily basis. It sort of happens in the background of everything we do. Okay, thanks. But firstly, what we do, I mean, we are very strong in outsourcing. We can take your entire ICT business and manage it for you. Uh, from uh, just desktop to networks to high-scale uh, uh, systems, uh, the mainframes. But also we are into uh, cloud. You know, people talk about hybrid cloud, public cloud. We're very strong. I mean, we're one of the leading companies in that technology in terms of uh, providing uh, uh, customers, I mean, to our cloud uh, offering. But it does not end there. We were very much uh, a big uh, competitor in system integration. So in the system integration space, I mean, we can 
do uh, bespoke uh, solutions. We can do application development. You've just gone into the techie IT trap uh, when you start uh, yes, talking about system integration and <laughs> yeah, I know I can hear it it's terribly exciting um, but basically if I've got I don't know five different brands of PC 16 different generations of of, of, uh, of IT programs you make all of that sort of stuff talk to each other and work if I'm going to bring it down to its barest essentials and, uh, absolutely we make that to work and we also I mean moving with the trends we can modernize that now, today we're talking artificial intelligence. We're talking digitalization, as we see, I mean, because of COVID, uh, the pandemic, that now most people are working from uh, home. I mean, we are in there to help uh, our customers I mean, to, ever to achieve and also the digitalization of their systems. So we do end-to-end uh, solution. And we're very much strong in specific industries, into financial services. Uh, we are there into retail. We service that mining uh, and manufacturing into uh, public and uh, uh, private health, we, 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 we service all those customers and we have solutions uh, uh, for them. When did your love affair with technology start? When did a young Mapum Ngomalo first sort of come in contact with, with technology and think to himself, boy, this, this looks like the career for me? 40 years ago. You know, uh, Bruce, I've, I've spent uh, my, my years in ICT I was behind the mainframe for for, for, for for considerable number of years into the data center and data room. I worked for MassMart Group uh, for, for 14 years and I've grown over the years. I mean, I've been with SAP. I was a chief operating officer at SAP and I also managed analytics for SAS Business, a company that uh, uh, is head office in California. Uh, uh, SAS, uh, that I was also... Uh, the country manager uh, uh, for that. I've worked for T-Systems as well. I was the vice president for city integration at, uh, at T-Systems before I went to Kijima. I mean, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, and more and more, all of these technologies making it, theoretically anyway, easier and easier for us to be more and more remote. Um, when, when you look at the way in which your technologies are being applied and the way in which technologies are being used, are we restructuring our lives to fundamentally alter the way we work, do you think? Well, circumstances on the other side, I mean, they force us, I mean, to change fundamentally our lives, how we, we work. You would know, Bruce, I mean, that the advent, I mean, of the uh, internet changed our lives. Today, we're talking a fourth industrial revolution, that changes the mind. Just uh, in life, I mean, just as moving from steam engine I mean, to electricity changed people's minds so, and lives. So with ICT, which forever evolving with new technologies uh, that are happening today, I mean, you're talking about cloud today. You know, today you see it, you don't know when you do Google where your, your data sits, I mean, in the world, but it's there and functioning. You need security, cybersecurity in the space. You need to protect your data. All of these kind of things, I mean, at Kijima, we make sure that our customers and data is secured. We're talking this evening to Mapum Numalo, who is Chief Executive of Gajima AST. A little bit more history, a little bit of more of where he grew up, the time he spent in mining. We know that he spent time at MassMart and then at SAP and at T-Systems. Uh, but for the last six years has been at Gajima, where he first joined in 2014. That's back at seven years um, as Chief Operating Officer, recently taking over as CEO. Pick him up uh, with more of this story in a moment. The Money Show. Shapeshifters.
Kajima is T Chief Executive Mapum Mumalo is with us this evening. Where were you born, Mapum? Tell me a little bit about the backstory of where you grew up and what that was like. Well, I grew up uh, in a, in a, in the dusty streets of Guatemala in Springs, you know, uh, far east. I mean, and my father used to say to me, "Don't no, worry, my son. Wise people come from the east." So I grew up there. I mean, I went to school and I studied that, you know. And uh, sometimes I'm, I'm told that maybe I was conceived in uh, uh, Lady Smith, but on Springs, uh, Guatemala. Okay, so you grew up in Guatemala. You go to school in Guatemala. What sort of era is this? Because, I mean, the East Rand for a long time was a, a very, very difficult place to, to grow up and, and to live. It was a, a terrifying place for a long time. Well, I, I grew up there. I mean, I matriculated at Tlacula High in 1974. You know, as you know, during those times, I mean, yes, but uh, we were resilient. I mean, we were steadfast in terms of wanting to achieve uh, you know, the best, I mean, so yes, that was the time, uh, but yeah, we made the best of it. And where did you go after school? I mean, did you go straight to, to studying? What, what happened next? No, thereafter, I mean, I went to uh, to University of the North, I mean, to study pharmacy, uh, but I ended up then uh, with uh, computer science, operations research, uh, and as well as uh, mathematics and applied uh, statistics. How do you go to study pharmacy and then come out with applied mathematics, statistics, and computer science? I mean, how on earth did that happen? Bruce, I don't know what has happened, but now I realize that uh, if maybe uh, I didn't <laughs> change that, maybe I could be working for clicks today, you know. But, uh, or or, or yeah, you could have become finance minister. I became so interested uh, in uh, computer science. Yeah, you, you, you could have, if you'd just carried on with pharmacy, been finance minister or minister of public enterprises. Apparently, that's oh, what yes. ph- having a pharmacy degree <laughs> yes. qualifies for. That's kind of diversion. Yeah, you, you, you did it there. Yes. Um, yeah, and that's and then it, because it's a significant shift. I mean, it's a significant shift, and I'm sure it's a shift that you don't regret, not not for a moment, because I think the industry has been very good to you. Oh, no, no, absolutely, uh, Bruce. I don't regret for a moment, and I've seen over time evolvement of I, ICT. You know where we are at this point in time. I mean, from just a uh, small humble beginning, I mean, operating the mainframes, but to the point now where we see everything are now becoming digitalized. And I'm just very proud. I mean, and also humbled. I mean, to have seen how this thing has evolved over time and ICT at, at where it is at, at this point in time. I mean, when you get into tech, your first job in tech. What sort of equipment's around you? What sort of technology are we talking about? Because the, the the rise in technology and the shift to digital and the shift to AI is just, it's continually exponential. Um, you know, things speed up in technology rather than slow down. You know, you know, Bruce, when, when I joined, I mean, you get into a computer room, which was a huge room with huge machines, IBM mainframes. You operate from a dump terminal. You know, that has been before uh, the advent of the desktop. I mean, when the desktop came in, I think it was 89, 90. I think we celebrated that for some months just to have a desktop uh, at that time. But now, I mean, just a small computer, uh, a small uh, uh, cell phone is your computer today. That has so much power than, you know, the big mainframe that you ever thought about uh, maybe 20 years uh, ago. So you carry a computer in your hand that is so dynamic, that is so fast, that can do everything that you want to do. And on top of that, you can even make a telephone call and also take a picture. It is astonishing just how much smaller 
faster, more powerful um, technology has become. I, one wonders about, uh, you know, do we keep evolving technology? What's it called? Moore's Law, the computer power doubles every every 18 months. So I think yeah, people are beginning to question whether or not that is still valid. But there is still a very rapid growth and evolution in the use of technology, isn't there? Oh, no, yes. I mean, Bruce, let me just to divert a bit. I mean, so today we have what is cloud computing. But if you look at how this has evolved uh, over time, you know, just to talk, I mean, we just take a second to talk about technical issues. I mean, we had uh, machines, I mean, that we could run multiple systems called MVS, and we had DOS VSE, which was premium. And then we have also uh, virtual machines. Now we could run all those uh, systems on the virtual machine, which has now migrated to cloud. So system evolved. I mean, because you go, we move at the time to address uh, problems at that time and also with speed and agility. Uh, the usefulness of technology. A lot of people are talking about the future of the African continent as being a future where we leapfrog into the future using technology. And I, I often sort of wince a little bit at how I think a lot of people think that the tech will simply solve our problems. The application of technology is what is important here, I think. Not just the fact that um, the technology is going to do the work. We have to apply our minds to how technology works and functions and how it's going to be used for our benefit into the future. And I'm not too sure whether or not we fully grasped just the complexity of what the future looks like. Yes, Bruce, it begins with infrastructure. You know, for any business, or even if you're trading, I mean, if you've got goods that you need to take to the market, but you don't have roads, and if you don't have those facilities, then those goods will rot. So I think what Africa needs to do, I mean, to concentrate on the infrastructure. Why is this a problem to have uh, Wi-Fi in every home? Why is it a problem that we can pull the fiber? Uh, into everyone. That's where we need to be concentrating. Well, why is the problem to keep to put those satellites and, and dishes now? That every child, you know, irrespective of where he lives, can have access, I mean, to uh, technology that can tune into the internet using that Wi-Fi. Why is it a problem? You start with the infrastructure. When the application then comes on top of it because people evolve and then people come up with ideas and then it's workable. But it has to have infrastructure first. Yeah, I mean, we see somebody like Strive Masiwa, for example, investing very heavily in um, in in trying to get African broadband up and running. And it's and it's enormous continent. They're huge spaces to traverse. And I wonder whether or not the future is physical or, or, or wireless broadband. What's your view? Well, Bruce, yeah, I think there you hit it on the nail as well. You know, so you know you, you have places where. Obviously, you, the infrastructure cannot work in the mountains and all that. And wireless uh, network uh, uh, has to, to work in those kind of, of places. So wireless network, as we see it now, internet everywhere, connectivity anywhere, anytime, anywhere. It's a way to go. I mean, I, I subscribe to that. I remember my son was about two and a half and I just bought myself an SLR camera. It was very expensive. It was a Nikon. It was fabulous. And it was about the same time um, that uh, we got the first iPhones in South Africa. And he was very adept at uh, flicking through an iPhone. And he picked up my Nikon, uh, which had a an LCD screen. And he flicked his finger across it to try and sweep through the photographs that I had taken. Very good quality photographs and remarkable images. But he looked, he did, he tried to flick once or twice, turned around and handed it to me and went, broken. 
um, because it didn't, the tech didn't talk to him in a way that was intuitive and sensible. Um, are you finding that just the evolution of technology is that much smarter and that much more clever, that much more usable, which makes, I think, the future of tech considerably easier to navigate than perhaps it was in the past? You know, Bruce, my grandson is three. He used to say to me, Kulu, what's your pin code? <laughs> Just please give me your pin. I said, no, he said, what's your pin? I saw you, I mean, you typed it your pin. I mean, at three. You know, so that's what we call technology. It evolves and it's moving uh, so fast. I mean, it's so adoption is, is, is an issue. So if we adopt that and also make sure that uh, uh, everyone has uh, access to it, then it's, 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 you don't need a camera now. You, you know, I mean, if you've seen the iPhone, I don't want to advertise that, but uh, iPhone 12 Pro Mac, I mean, it's got about three of these cameras, I mean, high powered, you know, yeah. and so on. And the technology, I think it goes with that. So, what do you do? Yeah, it's all about access. It's all about uh, democratization, I guess, of technology. It's a big, big issue. Mapum, thanks for coming in, talking to us today. Mapum Ngomalo, Chief Executive of Gajima AST. The remarkable evolution of technology and the way it works over, over just four decades. And I mean, if you're starting out in your career, you're going to think, geez, four decades, that's forever for Mapum. It's just the other day with rooms with big mainframes. And now you can do more on his cell phone than he could on that mainframe when he first got got into the working world um, in the 1980s. Get the results your business wants with a winning employee benefits formula from Momentum Corporate. Working in partnership with you, they will apply their deep insights into the science of employee benefits to formulate your evidence-based solution. The result will be employees who feel appreciated, protected and invested in the success of your business. Momentum Corporate. Success is a science.